The specials never stop at Blue Naples Pizza, an Italian restaurant. Every day, you get a large two-topping pizza for only $11.99. On Sunday, watch football and enjoy our large one-topping pizza and 10 wings for only $17.99. Plus lunch specials every day of the week. Blue Naples Pizza, an Italian restaurant. 1519 Union Cross Road in Kernersville. the Live with Brandon Blakeney podcast. Here is your host, Brandon Blakeney. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another segment of Live with Brandon Blakeney. First off, before we introduce our guest, man, just got to say I appreciate all the local support. You guys shopping, buying the merchandise, and just tuning in, sharing the content, man. So definitely appreciate the love from the triad. Got my guy Cam Edwards in the building this evening. Cam, what's good, man? How you doing, bro? Uh, I can't complain. Just uh, working, man. Just just grinding right now. Man, I feel you, bro. It, ain't, it don't do no good to complain, no way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, man, honestly, I just wanted to catch up with you, man. I know you've been out here doing your thing in JUCO, picking up some offers, yeah. you know, bet on yourself, respect, chose that route. Um, yeah. So, basically, man, before we get into everything, just tell us the, the latest with you, what's going on. And, you know, I know you out there in the Midwest right now, ain't you? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, the transition when I was in North Carolina to Oklahoma is is different. Like, there's no mountains. It's just flat. I've never been out there. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, JUCO is different. Like, it's I think it's really helped me, like, you know, like very competitive. But, you know, I've been getting some schools looking at me like it's benefited. Benef- uh, I just went to like a camp in the summer in Atlanta. Yeah, I saw uh, you killed up there. Yeah, I was doing I was doing really good. Got some looks out there and uh, got coaches calling me. So, you know, I got one more year at JUCO and just I think everything's going good right now. Just got to keep working. What was the biggest transition for you, man? Um, Just even not even basketball, but moving out away from your family. This yeah. family and then being out there in Oklahoma, man, you know, it ain't too many of us out there that's been that way. Yeah, like I've been away from my family, um, like kind of like not not that far. So it was, right. it was different. Like I wasn't used to it, like different time zone and, um, you know, like first year in college and stuff like that. So it was it was really different. But I think from um, like Liberty Heights and my uh, uh, team CP3, like I was like mm-hmm. ready for it. Like, they got me uh, built for it. Did that, did that, uh, the level of talent there surprise you? I know people that hear Juco, mm-hmm. they don't really realize that they haven't experienced the, the level of basketball that's being played. Yeah. Like, um, people like, I, I thought I'd come in there average 25, you know, 20, but you know, there's, there's some really good players in Juco that surprised me, you know, like every team's going to have some good players on it. Like, uh, it's not just, you know, like high school JVs, like it's really good players. What was your biggest adjustment? I see, like, you look so – you've developed your game over the last two, three years, um, continue yeah. to just be a shot maker, but also I see you looking comfortable from the mid-range, putting the ball on the floor. You know, how mm-hmm. how do you feel you've made strides developing your game? Yeah, um, I think um, starting out, I was just a shooter. Everybody just knew me for a shooter. But over the years, I got with some uh, some trainers. I've been working on uh, my mid-range a lot, getting to the basket. I've – I'm 6'6 now, so I can't get contact. I'm getting bigger and stronger. So, you know, getting to the basket, working on step backs, just trying to get like an overall game. I think I think my game has developed a lot since for like like two years. 
No, most definitely, man. Um, I, I met up with your guy, Mr. James, Mr. James Terry, mm-hmm. the other day, yeah. man, talking to him, seeing some highlights that he had of you, man. You look way more comfortable. Why was it important for you, man, to develop that part of your game in the mid-range? We see, like, it feel like it's a dead art, bro. Like, we see so much over-dribbling in the paint. People don't mm-hmm. want to pull up no more. Yeah, I I think, for me, I need to if, – if I'm a shooter, people are going to just scout me and just – you know, they could just uh, face guard me all game and, you know, just try to get in my head like that. So I got to use my other moves to, you know, get mid-range, get to the basket. Like, you can't just be in college. You can't just be, you know, a one and done. You got to just do a three and D. You just got to play D, you know, try to get mid-range shots, you know, just have an overall game. Was it tough making that decision to go Juco? I know you had a lot of attention yeah. on you, especially when you went off in the Peach Jam. Um, was yeah. it a tough decision to go Juco and bet on yourself in that lane? Yeah, uh, it was tough. I talked to my family for, you know, a while, just trying to trying to see what was the best thing for me. And I think I think I made the right choice. You know, I had um, schools looking at me, but I thought, you know, if I went Juco, bet on myself, you know, have more options and just, you know, a better way to help my family and myself. Most definitely, man. I think it's working out for you beautifully. Um, yeah. Looking at the decision, man, was it tough going through that recruitment process again and kind of starting over as, yeah. as a small fish in a big pond? Yeah, I, because I, um, the schools that were uh, looking at me in high school, you know, like they, I still keep in contact, and then uh, all these, all these new schools, you know, um, I'm trying to, you know, it, it was, it was, it was difficult, you know, but uh, I talk, keep talking to my family, talking to James, you know, mm-hmm. just keep my mind right, and like at the at the end of it, I. I think I'm just I'm gonna get what I want, like what I've been working for. Most definitely, going through recruitment, man, during the COVID period. What was that like? How was oh, that different? Yeah, no, that was that was really different. You know, no coaches allowed in practices. You know, that, that's the big thing, because you know, coaches are supposed to come watch practice and stuff like that. Coaches can't come like like to uh, any games like that. Really, like just some games. So it was it was really difficult. You know, coaches can really just see film and. This COVID year, we had to go in quarantine about three times, our team did. And, you know, going in quarantine for two weeks, you know, not being able to work out like that, running like that, it's, it, it was hard the last year. It was just difficult. But, you know, like we pushed through it. Like, I pushed through it. And, you know, this year, I think coaches can come in now. So, yeah. hopefully hopefully this year is a lot better than last year. Yeah, most definitely, man. I'm, I'm hoping for y'all, man, this Delta don't get too crazy because I know coaches trying to get active. Yeah, because I, I know I know a lot of coaches that just want to come in and, you know, watch our team play and come in and watch some home games and stuff like that. Definitely. Now, looking at it, we talked a little bit about the camp in Atlanta, some of the top JUCO players in the nation there. Um, you mm-hmm. had a really good weekend, bro. What was your mindset going in there, not trying to, you know, shine, but also trying to play good basketball? Yeah, um, so my mindset going in, you know, I, I knew uh, I had to had to do good, but you know, I'd be a team player. You can't just go in there and just jack up shots. Like anybody can do that. You can like so I went in there, you know, try to get my teammates involved at first, you know, got got the ball, look for my shot. Uh, if the three wasn't there, you know, jab step, mid-range, you know, just trying to do things I know I can make, you know, I work on and stuff like that. So I had a really good weekend. You know, my my team was was very encouraging. The coaches were, and I think um I was just ready for the moment. There was a, about uh, a lot of coaches. I had probably sixty over over that, and okay. you know they were watching. I was I was just ready for you know from the uh, team CP three, all those coaches watching. You know I'm just I was I was used to it. 
moving up to that, playing in the Peach Jam, playing on some big stages, moving to Liberty Heights, playing a national schedule. Um, mm-hmm. Do you feel like once you got to JUCO, like that first year out the way, is, it, is the game slowing down for you? Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, you know, uh, playing at Liberty Heights, there was a lot of competition, CP3, obviously. And I think after those years, I was very, very aware of like, um, like what was going on, like the college situation. Hmm. So going into JUCO, you know, the game got slower. Like uh, I was getting to see more. I think this year coming up, it's going to be even even more slower for me. Like get to see more stuff, you know, not rushing anything. Like I just think my overall game has, is going to get even more better than the last year. You feel like you learned a lot the first time around in the recruitment process that kind of helped you go through it this time? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think I learned a lot. I think uh, I know like what to do and not to do, you know, what coaches really want to see. You know, it's not just about points. It's not just about that. Even I, I think I'm a scorer. You know, you got to rebound, got to play D, because if you don't play D, you know, you're not going to play at the next level. Most definitely, man. I've had L. Ellis deal dang and some of those guys that have went JUCO as well. And I always ask, like, you had any advice to give these younger guys that may be considering that route or, you know, um, any yeah. advice? want to share about the recruitment process like what would you tell them that you would want to tell your younger self if you could yeah I think you know be the hardest worker in the room you know you know you got to do the extra things after practice you can't just you can't just that's it for the rest of the day you know you got to get extra shots up you gotta you gotta listen to your coaches you actually have to do what they're telling you you're not going to get anywhere because um I just thought I was going to go in Juco averaging 25 shoot like just put up numbers like that but you know there's really good players but if you know how to play the game with like with your team and you know you, you can get like 14 15 you know you can you can go to any school like I just think you know just be the hardest work in the room do all like the lifts and then I think I think you'll be great I know what everybody says, man, especially guys going into these schools that are out in the Midwest doing the JUCO route. They say a big thing, too, is, man, like, you really find out how much you love basketball. You really yeah. got to Yeah. Um, going out, I was like, my mom was like, you really love basketball. Like, that was, like, <laughs> going all the way out there. I was like, because that's a, a, from my house right here, that's about 14-hour drive, five-hour flight. Mm. I was like, yeah, mom, I think, you know, I really – love this game and I just really want to take take my talents as far as it can go but you know as soon as you get the juco you know in the middle of nowhere like you really know how much you love basketball like all the hard work like all the the juco work like it's 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 up there it's not just you go and you pick, play pickup for practice like you really get like gritty and it's it's hard but you know it has, it's going to help you in the long run what was the biggest adjustment for you personally or the biggest wild moment when you got out there to Oklahoma, got into yeah. those first couple college practices and realized, like, you know, it's a, it's a bit different? Yeah, um, I think the biggest adjustment for me for, was just my mindset. I, I just think I grew more as a man and, you know, going through all these practices, wanting to just, like, quit all, like, the running, lifting, you know, um, I just think I just think my, my mindset got better because – I used to not not want to do all that and going out to JUCO going all the way out there. I knew I had to put in all the hard work. And it, I just think I've gotten better overall as a player, but also as a man off the court. Most definitely, man. It's about growing, just being the best you. We're going to take a quick commercial break. Shout out to our sponsors and we'll be right back. Y'all stay locked in.
now locked into the Live with Brandon Blakeney podcast. Here is your host, Brandon Blakeney. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Live with Brandon Blakeney. If you just joined us, got my guy Cam Edwards joining us way out in Oklahoma right now. Same. Yeah. I didn't know y'all had Wi-Fi out there, dog. <laughs> uh, I ain't know our, our Wi-Fi is not the best, but it worked. No, I feel you, man. Is it is it any other any yeah. like traditional foods you don't got to try out there since you've been out that way? They known for. Um. Yeah. I'm. I mean, not not really. Like they got they got some. They got like a what's it called? Country fried steak, something okay. like that. That to be serving. Yeah. I I never had that. But they started it, that joint in great out here. Yeah. Yep. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's what's up man no, i'm glad you're enjoying yourself man out there i know it was a, it was a big chance bet for yourself and it, it, it takes a it takes a lot of uh, confidence to be able to do that um if y'all mm-hmm. just joined us we just talking to kim about the juco route get some good advice for these youngs i know a lot of parents and coaches and uh younger kids listen to the podcast so shout out to y'all Cam, we talked a little bit about your move to Liberty Heights, and I want to touch on that some. Um, Coach Wright and them guys always have a mob coming through, it feels like. Um, You know, talk about that decision, man, to leave your home school, move to Liberty Heights, where, you know, it's a whole different environment out there, talent-wise, schedule-wise, and Mm -hmm. practice-wise. Yeah, um, at first, you know, I didn't know know what I wanted to do because – uh, people from my town in Virginia, they nobody really gets out the gets out the state like that. Right. So I think my move. I talked to Coach Wright and James, and you know, and um, just decided to go out there. And I, um, you know, I know Liberty Heights was, you know, that's a great program. Like they got a lot of uh, talent. Coaches, Coach Wright, Coach Santos, you know, Coach Schuler, Coach Johnson, all of them out there. You know, they them as your coaches, like they're really your family. Like they care about you, but they like, they want to like, want you to succeed. And they, they, they're going to help you succeed. Like they help me like so much with my game, but also a transition into like a team house in Charlotte. I never lived in Charlotte. Like, I just think all that, you know, just worked out because coach Wright, like uh, tells us life lessons and, you know, it's just, it was, it was, I think it was the best move. I don't think there was any other prep school in the country. Like I would have rather went to other than Liberty Heights. What is it like going through there, being a basketball player there for people that have never played? I know Coach Wright is big on the family thing, but I saw he just pulled up on P.J. Edwards on move-in day. Just doing stuff like that is in his character. What is it like playing for him and just being in that program? I think Coach Wright, the best coach in, like, the nation, honestly, because – he just don't want you to, to uh, succeed in basketball. He just he he wants you to see you as a person. Like he's gonna he's gonna do the extra things that I don't think any other coach I know would do. Like he would you know he would have us there after practice. You know talking to us about life like for an hour, just us standing up, just like for an hour. But like we were really dialed into what he was saying because you know everything he everything that he wants us to learn like is like really like like deep. Mm-hmm. And so him, him as a person, you know, I think is better than him as a coach because he's just I think he's just a great role model for any any basketball player, any kid in, in general. And him putting all that together with basketball, helping us as a team together. I just don't think you can beat that. I just think with him and a great team, I don't think we can lose. 
why was that important to you as a player? Like, how did that make you feel? I know in this game and in the world, and a lot of people, mm-hmm. when you have a talent, they kind of just want to harness that, but it's not always genuinely caring about the person. You know, how big was that yeah. for you? What kind of impact was that? Yeah, that was, that was really big for me. You know, I never really had a coach that, that talked to me like he, like he, like he would talk to me because, you know, he would, he would do anything for us. Like if we ever needed anything, you know, he was always there. Like if we ever called him, needed to just talk to him. He was always there. And I just think, you know, he was just, like, he was a role model for me. Cause I never, I never had a coach like that. Like even in, even in basketball, you know, if we messed up, you know, he's not going to sugarcoat anything. He's really going to tell us what we need to do, what we like yeah. don't need to do. And, you know, we had, we had to work the, uh, the Panthers games, you know, and I just don't think like, I, it's going to uh, help us as a team, like raise money, but it's going to help us as a team, like glue together and like have that chemistry. Mm-hmm. And I, I, he definitely knows what he's doing. Like I just never had a coach like that. And just, I just, you know, I, I love coach, right? Yeah, man. It's rare when you meet people like that, that genuinely impact your life that way. And it's like mm-hmm. a life changing type of experience. I feel that. Yep. So Moving the to Trent, or excuse me, moving to Liberty Heights national schedule roster is loaded. Uh, two of my you as a played on that team, loved Kahari Rogers as well. You guys mm-hmm. really man the wings. Another guy, yeah. Juco, bet on himself. You know, what was that like? That elevation of talent when you going against somebody as good as you or better than you every single day in practice and moving to yeah. that national schedule, too. Yeah, like. Like our our team, our team was like loaded. Like you know, me and Kahari, you know, playing the wings. Like I think we were the best wings in the country. You know, I think we were the best shooters. Uh, mm. Everything. You know, um, playing like that and playing how good we played against the national schedule really said a lot. I you know I I do think me and him were like overlooked. You know, definitely, and definitely. saying yeah, we we couldn't do this, we couldn't do that. But I think me and him proved that we could, and our team proved that we could. You know, we, we, we beat some great teams and came close to being some even better teams. And, you know, I just think, you know, me and him together are very deadly. I think I think we were the best guard, the uh, wings in the nation. Do you feel like playing that national schedule made you elevate your place to that level of competition? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, yeah, because, you know, we played um, Oak Hills, the, um, shoot, a lot of the combines, you know, well, a lot of very great teams that I wasn't used to playing back at uh, my old high school. Right. And I think that helped me a lot. My confidence went up. And as my confidence went up, I just didn't think, I think I was the best shooter in the world. I don't, cause playing against great teams like that and performing how you do, you know, I think that's just going to make your confidence go out of, out of the world. Most definitely. Was, was that an adjustment period for you moving to that, that level of play I know sometimes you know everybody that goes there is the man that they homeschool and then bringing that group collectively yeah. together you know it could be tough yeah um yeah because we, we I think we were all great you know and then coming together and playing as a team you know because once we start winning you know our confidence is going to keep going up keep going up keep going up and it, like it was a really big adjustment for me because at my old high school you know I I was a great player and I, I just I never thought I would um you know go to a national schedule or anything like that but once I did you know started playing the oh like an okay like a team that you see on 
you know, TV. I never yep. thought I would play them, but once you play them, you know, have a great game against them, you know, your your confidence is is going to go up. And I just that was a really big adjustment for me, you know, wanting to keep working and I wanted to beat them. Most definitely, man. Like you said, you guys played some really big games. Teams mm-hmm. were absolutely loaded, man. I, I loved you guys that year. Coach Wright does a great job, you know, just moving into that next level, dealing with the recruitment process. You know, um, do you feel like that exposure helped as well as with Team CP3, mm-hmm. man? Like, what was your experiences as far as playing in the EYBL and having to be, you know, embrace your role with CP3 being the best shooter on the team? Yeah, uh, CP3, you know, um, I've always wanted to play for an EYBL team, you know. Um, you know, the EY, they say EYBL is the best circuit in the, in the world. And I really is that how you feel? Yeah, I, I, I believe so. Because any team, any team that you play, there's no bad EYBL team. Mm. Like, you will never play a bad EYBL team, man. You know, every, every team's going to have stacked players. And I think my role coming in as a shooter, you know, hitting shots, you know, against, against some great competition, you know, like just proves like, you know, my confidence is going to go up and like playing like people, like people that committed to Duke, you know, all these other schools, you know, uh, having myself getting all these other uh, schools to look at me, you know, it was, it was great going into uh, back to Liberty Heights and stuff like that. I just, you know, having a great year, you know, having a whole bunch of support. I think CP3 uh, really helped me a lot too. Initially, is it tough? Cause I know, like, when you're a scorer and you can't average 25 and you got mm-hmm. guys around you that are doing the same thing, it was it initially tough for you to to um, stick to a role, embrace a role, and kind of just give the team yeah. what you needed? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, you know, our team our team was great. You know, we had uh, Cam Hayes, Shaquille Moore. You know, we had a lot of players, Dontrez, Styles. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I can't just come in, you know, averaging, averaging 30, 20 every game, you know, our, our whole team, uh, a lot of us going to eat. So we all have to eat, but I think us collectively, you know, we, we had some great games, you know, we played good and I just think, you know, I had to play my role, but I think once I played my role, you know, play defense, hit shots, like wide open shots that my team passed to me because they trust me. And I, once I hit those shots, you know, just play your role and you're going to get looks like, even even if I if I go three for three on threes and that's all I shoot that night, I went three for three and that's you know that's a great look playing defense getting rebounds at my size. Absolutely, man. I think a lot of kids these days, especially just sitting through the last live period with Phenom, man, everybody thinks they got to average thirty. But when you win in games, yep. you know coaches is paying attention. Yep, exactly. So. Recruitment process, the update now. Who are you hearing from the most, and what are you personally looking for a university and at the next level? Yeah. And what, what I, do you I, feel like you can bring? Yeah, well, I think I can bring. I think I can bring. Uh, I, I turn into a pure scorer. I feel like I'm not just a shooter, but I think I think I'm just a scorer in general. But I can bring. I bring defense. You know, rebounds. Uh, being a team player, getting my teammates involved. You know, just shooting the wide open shots. You know. Um, mm-hmm like a knockdown, knock a knockdown shooter that's never left. I just think I can bring a lot to a team. And I just think, um, you know, I've, I've had a great uh, year in JUCO mm-hmm. and I just think uh, I'm going to have another great year. But I've, I've been hearing for some schools. Uh, recently was uh, New Mexico State okay. just hitting me. Yeah, but um, I just think I, any school, any really school that gives me a chance, you know, I'm, I'm going to be ready for it. 
you know, um, I, I, I'm looking for a, just a school that, you know, trusted me and I trust in them. And just um, I'm ready. To, I'm ready to just get in there and play and um, help the team out. Most definitely, man. Most definitely. A lot of players or a lot of programs. You just a six foot six score, man. So definitely yeah. keep doing your thing. I want to ask you before I let you go. Any remarks about the 2K ratings that just dropped? Oh, uh, I actually, yeah, I just I just seen Bradley Bill get an 89. Bro, averaging a 30 ball? Are you kidding? I, I, I think I think 2K, you know, I think 2K, you know, I, I, I don't even know. I don't even want to play 2K22. Because <laughs> that, that, that's really disrespectful to Bradley Bill. No, I, bro, I felt that. Like, I, I really, that kind of been to me, too. That was my big one. I think it's kind of yep. weird too, man. It's no, it's never no ninety nines, no ninety eights, nothing like mm -mm. that. Nah, I, I think the only ninety nine I would give, I I probably give two of them. I probably give one to KD and Giannis. That's facts. I can't argue with that. That's facts. Yeah, that's probably the ones I give ninety nine to. Well, Cam, man, let them know where to find you at on social media so they can follow your journey this oh, year yes, and beyond. Yo, yeah, my Insta is K A M underscore Edwards, Cam Edwards, and um. That's what I, I just be on Instagram, really. My oh my my Twitter's uh, Cam Edwards too. Okay, hey, make sure to give my guy a follow, man. He's gonna do some big things on the JUCO scene this year and beyond. Looking forward to yes, seeing what this next chapter holds for you, man. I appreciate you joining. Yes, sir. I thank you. I appreciate you very much, man. And that's a wrap for us for all the latest and the greatest. This has been live for Brandon Blake. You did. Okay.